Hey, this is Steve Balton. You are here on People Have the Power for a very special but bittersweet episode where we pay tribute to the late, great reggae legend and icon Toots Hibbert. I was fortunate to speak with Toots on August of this year about the wonderful new album, Got to Be Tough. No one knowing, of course, that on September 11th we would lose one of the giants of reggae music. We're running this interview today, December 8th, because it would have been Toots' 78th birthday, so it felt a very appropriate time to pay tribute to the great man. Hope you enjoy this interview and learn as much as I did. Uh, we're very, very thankful to have gotten to spoken to him and very honored to pay tribute to Toots Hibbert today. Thanks. Hello. Hi. Yeah, man, you? I'm here. <laughs> I'm How here, doing, man. Yeah. I'm doing okay today. And yesterday was okay also. So how is it in Jamaica today? In Jamaica, today was just like yesterday. You know, the problem, virus going around. You cannot see it. I can't see it. Whether it is black or white, but um, we have to, you got to be tough. <laughs> uh, yes, as, as you say on the new album. So even with Warning Warning, you know, the first song in a decade is to come back and, and speak out about all the things that are happening. So, so tell me about, you know, that song and, and your first song choice. Yes, Warning it's like I'm warning people, warning my audience, warning my friends, warning my brother, whether you're black or you're white, that this is a warning. The song, warning. You've got to make decency counteract your dirty principle that you possess. If you possess all these bad ways, it, 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 this song is talking to you and talking to me if I do the same thing. So uh, I try to write a song that tell a true story for my audience and for the world. Well, it's funny because just before you and I got on the phone, I was speaking with Lucinda Williams, who's a great songwriter in her own right. And, you know, we were talking about that. The mark of a great protest song or a song of social justice is that it is a true story, that it feels personal, that it feels like something that the audience, whether they've never experienced it themselves, can relate to. So tell me about the story that inspired Warning. That's right. Because there's somebody who get outrageous, outrageous, and can't control themselves. And before that, he or she was a nice very nice, quiet person. But after a while, they get outrageous. And that caused me to wrote this song. You know, and, 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 and this is a warning. This is a warning. 
And that's why I wrote this song because people can um, listen to my words and understand what I'm talking about and give it a warning, you know, and people should really change their ways and do the things that is right and that and they will see a better light also. So it's the sound that telling people what they should do. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know how to put it otherwise, but people is learning and this is a warning. <laughs> well, you know, unfortunately that as things exist in, in the world today, there are a lot of people who need a warning. You know, I mean, you know, is <laughs> How do I want to put this? You know, who would be the people you most want to heed this? I mean, it's funny because Alex and I were just talking before you came on because Alex is an old friend and we were talking about, you know, the idea of needing a mental break. And I happen to be looking at headlines on the internet and there's a mansion party where people are partying without masks and getting shot. And there is Trump can't pronounce the word Yosemite. And it's just everybody in the world right now seems to need a warning or a good kick in the ass. So <laughs> it's a warning. It's a warning because if you are diabetic or have some problems and you keep wearing the mask too much, it's gonna it may it, it, it may hurt you because. You are breathing out and, uh, and, and breathing back in, um, taking back, taking in what you breathe out, taking in, uh, I, I, I don't know how to put it, but I wear my mask, and when I wear my mask, it makes me, uh, my breath very short. So I wear it less. I just stay inside my home, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, if you're not out in public, you know, if you're just in your home or whatever, like when I'm driving by myself, I don't wear one. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right, so it's interesting. For, well, let's tie this in, too. I mean, what's your first protest song of choice? Or was it warning? Because I kind of asked you two questions at once. My first protest song is... Is warning, and my next is got to be tough. Okay. And one of my number one song in Jamaica uh, and in the world is called Bam Bam. Okay. So tell me, tell me a little bit about got to be tough first. Got to be tough. You know what's going on with Corona, and you know, and with everything, life in the ghetto is so hard. Uh, um, in the area of black and white, some people have it so good, some people have it so hard. So you got to be tough to, to to get away from all of these things that are coming towards you. You got to be tough to overcome all these problems. So that's why I wrote the songs from three years ago, and then now uh, it's been a long time since I released an album, and I just automat uh, automatically did this 
and it's it's, it's that's what I I can't believe that that people still respect the the true words of to, to the metals. Well, it's funny because it goes on and it passes from generation to generation, and you know you see all the artists yes. who pass it along as well. So it's interesting though that you say that you know you're surprised that people you know still respect. But as you deal with artists, whether it's the Chili Peppers, whether it's Dave Matthews, who I'm friendly with, like you yes. know, as you see the artists who respond, that's my to, friend. That's my they, friend. They're all my friends. They're all in stone. You name it. A lot of great people. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Willie Nelson, oh, Bonnery, uh, uh, you can name it. A lot of these great people, the police, the, oh my God, I can't even tell you. Everybody just on my area, and I'm your area. They're my hero, and I'm, 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 I'm their hero. And uh, it's more than Tony can say. Well, so for you, as the music has been passed along, and I mean, also, you know, it's funny when you tour, for example, right? Well, you know, unfortunately, no one's touring in 2020. <laughs> but when you've been able to tour, because you've still continued to tour, even though it's been a decade since the new music, I've talked about this with a lot of artists. As you play and you see all these young fans coming out, so many of them who are getting to see and experience Toots for the first time, you know, how much does that invigorate you and excite you? Because you pick up on that young energy. There are all these people coming out who've never gotten to see it and they were so excited because, you know, they've been waiting for so long. <laughs> That's true. They told me, I'm so excited. I told them, I'm so excited <laughs> to, what, <laughs> to what they're trying to do. And myself and Bob Marley and other great saints in Jamaica, you know, uh, I mean, they, they're... These young singers are learning from our source, from our musical source. And um, I really appreciate it. I love them. And they go to learn more and more and more every day. And I, I, that's why and I love it. I love it. I mean, this studio right now, working hard and some rhythm to help young people in Jamaica who have talent and uh, maybe they, they don't they, they don't know how to write a song. I'm a songwriter and I'm going to give it to them one time, two times, three times, four times. I will give, them, I will give my, my vibes to them all the time. So did you work with a lot of young songwriters on this record? No, not on this record, but to come, to come, to come, okay. to come. Well, you know, it's so, for you, I mean, it's funny because when did you start working on this record? Oh, I've been working on this record. I don't remember the date, but it's about three years and, 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 and more. And maybe it's more. Well, that's this a, record, because I stayed long off the scene to make sure that what I comes with now, I've been playing the guitar, playing the bass, Playing the drums, playing the congos, playing the guitar, playing the harmonica. I'm doing arranging and composing and uh, producing. I mean, it takes time. That's why I take 
takes a decade, a decade <laughs> to, to, to fulfill my work to my audience all over the world. Well, see, that's what's so interesting about it. The reason I asked is when you started working on the record is it's so funny. And I talk about this with a lot of artists and, you know, it was put to me by someone recently about how artists sort of have a feeling about things. You know, you have, you know, artists pick up on what's going on. And so it's interesting that, you know, you started working on this record years ago and it's been a decade since the last record. And here you come out with this record that is a warning for all the idiots who need it. And, you know, telling people you've got to be tough during this time of COVID when it's such a tough time. So it, it's funny. I mean, you know, talk about that first, you know, just it's interesting how the record is so relevant to what's happening now in 2020, yes. even though you started working on it three years ago. So so did you have yes. a feeling about it or just timeless music <laughs> remains timeless? It's surprisingly, it's surprisingly to me to know that this song that the gotta be tough as just sit in in this in this time sit in in this time of problems and I really appreciate what this song is doing to my fans and friends, black and white, old and young, large and small. You know, I, I just happy. To know, and I never planned it, but I know this song could be great um, for my fans. Well, you know, it's so interesting how that, like, yeah, when you have a message that speaks to people who need it right now, for you as a fan, can you think of when you were younger, that music that, that had that same impact on you where it's, and that, you know what I'm talking when you hear a song and you feel like, it, it resonates with you so much. You feel like the artist is speaking directly to you and they're like, oh, how'd they know what's going on inside my head? And that's kind of what <laughs> Got To Be Tough is right now. So is there one song for you as a fan that you think of when you were younger, when you were a kid that was just like, oh man, how'd it get inside my head? Well, well there's one song that I did in Jamaican festival competition and there was one song when I was younger called Bam Bam. And it was the number one song in Jamaica and is the most um, more, um, people all over the world always want to sing Bam Bam. It's the most covered song in the world. And the song called Bam Bam. So it's always bringing me, um, I mean, I always have to remember, I always remember this moment when I record this song called Bam Bam. And that's the most, of uh, a lot more number one songs in the world. But I, I always have to think about this song called Bam Bam. <laughs> See, it's funny you picked that song because that was recorded in 1965, right? Yeah, uh, 68. I think it's 68. Okay, because I was just looking up. Either way, so it's a song that's more than 50 years old, and it still you, it still speaks to how you know the these songs, like how you know you still remember people singing it along with you more than 50 years. Yes, ago. yes, because there's a lady in Jamaica called. 
Sister Nancy, she did over my song before she was born. This song was was this song were <laughs> uh, uh, sorry. This song was were. This song was were, and then she grew up, born and grew up. I get to love this song called Bam Bam. And a lot of people, Sly and Robbie, uh, Missy Elliott, a lot of great people sing over my song called Bam Bam. So I have a great memories towards this song called Bam Bam. And um, that, that's why I'm here today to make sure that people know who I am and so forth. Well, see, you know, that's so interesting to me because I've talked about this with people too. You know, you record a song and, and you might like it, you might think it's great, or there are sometimes you do a song and you're like, eh, whatever, and then it goes on. But it's funny, when you were doing a song like Bam Bam more than 50 years ago, could you know, yeah. did, you, did you know that it was going to endure and that it was going to be the song that, you know, all these people, whether it was Sister Nancy or Missy Elliott, we're going to sing after they, you know, later on. <laughs> no, I never knew. I never knew. That's why when I write in a song, I make sure write a song that tell a true story, a story that is true and tell a story to the, the world, the whole world. I don't write like, um, I never write nursery rhyme. <laughs> I write me song, nursery rhyme, you know, like other people. I just have to write biblical fact, facts to let people know right is right and wrong is wrong. Truth is truth and lies lie. <laughs> it's lies. <laughs> well, it's interesting for you. Who are those other people that when you think about, I mean, and, you know, coming up in Jamaica, obviously, you mentioned Bob Marley. There was Jimmy Cliff. But, you know, also, uh, great songwriting crosses everyone. It, it crosses all worlds. So when you talk about the, you know, shooter shoot and liars lie, you know, whether it's Bob Dylan, whether it's John Lennon, whoever it is, who are those other people you admire for being able to tell that, for being John, able to tell those truths? John Lennon, the Rolling Stone, and all those great people, I can't remember all of their names, and in Jamaica, of Ethan Wilson, and um, great people, great, great people, I can't even remember, Owen Gray, oh my gosh, uh, Fred McGregor, oh, beating man in the dance hall, um, Shaggy, uh, I don't remember, I can't, if I start to call people names, they're going to be mad with me because I don't <laughs> remember, I can't remember everybody's name. So people who don't have the clean heart, they were going to be mad with me. They're going to be mad with me. So I'm not going to call no, no name. Um, no, Willie Nelson, no, no more name, no more name. <laughs> but Marley, you know, Bob is my friend and my is like a brother, and um, all his all his sons and daughter, they called me uncle, cause me me and myself and Bob was real close. 
and I'm born in Wheeler, Peter Touch, everybody, we always close. So, um, don't want to call no more name, please. Thank you. <laughs> That's okay. It's funny though, because I think that, you know, you mentioned without naming any names, but I think that's one of the cool things is that, you know, I've talked about this to so many artists, right? And, you know, being in LA, for example, you know, you had in the seventies, you had the singer songwriter scene where you had like the Eagles and Jackson Brown and Crosby, Stills and Nash and all these people were friends. And then you had the rock scene where you had Jane's Addiction and Red Hot Chili Peppers and Guns N' Roses were all friends. So for you, talk about, you know, just that camaraderie and how that's always inspired you. And again, you know, being able to carry on that legacy of, of all these great artists, because unfortunately, like for example, Bob can't be here anymore, though his family still is. But for you, being able to carry on the legacy of all these great Jamaican artists and still release music. Yeah, let me break it down right now. It's from Chili Pepper, come right down to Rolling Stone. We are just, 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 we are just musical destiny we are just a musical destiny um dave matthew don't let me call him one name please oh my no, 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 god i was asking you it's more about <laughs> it's not about names it's more for you about how it's inspired you to have that yeah, musical camaraderie they inspired me and i inspired them so uh it, it's a it's a family affair well, let's wrap up on the new album because hopefully, fingers crossed, you're going to get to tour in 2021 and you'll get to play Gotta Be Tough Live. What two or three songs from the record are you most excited to get up on stage and see how people respond to those songs? Oh my God. You put me in a, in a form, nation, that I, I'm thinking about. Anyway, I'm thinking about the um, like, Gotta Be Tough is one of can I just say more than one? Yeah, absolutely. That's why I said two or three, or you could say however many. Okay. Yeah. Gotta be tough. Warning. Uh, it is a lot more. And Nigel, what's this? Hmm? Precious Drop? Oh, no, Precious Drop, not going to be in the album. So I have to tell you that my, 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 my team song is. Gotta be tough. Gotta gotta be warned and warning, hmm? and brutal, and a lot of of four songs. But I can't tell you about the fourth one. But I I, I can only tell you that gotta be tough, warning, brutal, and I don't remember the next one. <laughs> Freedom train, yeah. Freedom. Nigel told me to tell you Freedom Train. Thank you. All right, so that's four songs. And again, hopefully, so so last question, then I'll let you go. But, you know, for you, when you hear this, it, it, it's been a decade since the last album. When you listen to Gotta Be Tough as a whole album, what do you take from it? And what do you hope other people take from it when they hear it? I hope other people take a lot of caution from my song. And if there is a, if they are a musician, or songwriter, they could copy my words and my understanding towards what I'm talking about. And they could take that and be history because 
My song, not only talking about big people, elderly people, is talking about, is speaking about children, boys and girls, to look up and to be strong, believe in what is right, don't do nothing that's wrong, right? Good, good words to all these songs because you have a lot of young artists today trying to sing and to play instruments. Just believe in themselves, believe in what they do, and be strong because all this virus that goes around today, if you write good songs, I believe. It can drive away all fears. That seems like a great note to wrap up on. Is there anything that you want to add I did not ask you about? No, I just wanted to tell you that. It was nice talking to you, and I hope to meet you one day. And it's a great radio station. What's the name of your radio station? Well, it's a, a podcast show called People Have the Power, and then I also write for Forbes magazine. So it's going to be for both. Oh, it's a magazine, okay. Yes. That's number one. For me, it's the number one magazine. <laughs> Two centimeters, say so. Two centimeters, say so. Give it up, no time. All right. I love this guy. Thank you so much for your time. It was a great honor. Well, nice talking to you, boss. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. That's a good magazine. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Lots of love, darling. Hey, this is Steve Balton, and you've been here on People Have the Power with late, great reggae legend, music icon, and possessor of one hell of a laugh, the late, great Toots Hibbert. Thanks. You will find out the man.